Before we start today's episode of Zillennial Canon, if you're looking for more pods to keep your company, check out these friends of the canon. Aggressively Okay, where Joe and Adam shoot the shit about film. Back to Back, an exploration of Beck's discography by Zach and Courtney. Seltzer Cast, where Sean interviews a guest over a cold seltzer. Dan for Life, Nick's short form discussion of the film Dan in Real Life. And the Dad Cast, where Jillian discusses movies your dad falls asleep to on the couch. These can all be found in the description of this episode and on our Twitter page. Thanks. everybody and welcome to your graduation day this is zillennial canon <laughs> i'm kira and uh my name is adam sidorius and and adam where are you going to college i haven't made up my mind yet my heart is torn in like two different directions me but... neither like i'm graduating literally next week and i don't know where i'm going to college <laughs> Like my uh my girlfriend is like twenty miles away and my boys are thirty miles away. I just don't know where to go, you know? And these they're definitely not all gonna break up after after graduating immediately. Exactly. And That's all I have to say. Not to start it on a downer. <laughs> That's different to the little canon this weekend. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, how are you doing, Adam? How are you doing um, after watching this? Uh, this in a blunt was my mood for this movie. Um, uh, I... so I was texting Adam, and before you go on your story, he says yeah. this in a blunt. I say this in a Pepto Bismol. Adam knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> it took me four hours to watch this movie. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> go on. <laughs> this is a Pepto Bismol moment. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Courtney, knows about Pepto-Bismol moments. Reverend Ernst Toller, anybody? Oh, that was He's a... getting lit. <laughs> Remember um, when A24 told people to mix Pepto-Bismol with their, like, whiskey? They actually it? said that? Yes, you don't remember when they were trying to promote... Uh... <laughs> you know how they turn everything into a meme? Like... Yeah, I must have missed that yeah. one. So they were going <laughs> to to promote First Reform. They literally were like, take a video of you pouring Pepto-Bismol into like your favorite whiskey or scotch and send a video to us and we'll send you an A24 prize back. Oh, is that how Courtney got it? No, no, no. They okay. just, uh, Courtney was just a massive fan and made like beautiful art based on First Reformed. Always talked about First Reformed and they sent her a hat, which was the most exciting day of my life. That's amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I shout I out to am- Courtney, who we are just talking about as she listens to us <laughs> on a high school musical three podcast. Yeah, I was like just thinking back. I was like, man, we are this is a high school musical three podcast, and we're talking about not only Pepto Bismol, but in relation to First Reformed, a uh, two year old Paul Schrader joint. Now, what do you think a high school musical directed uh, or a Paul Schrader directed high school musical would look like? Very, um, very sad. Very probably the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I like when he, um... I think no. You know what? Okay, not to jump ahead. Mm-hmm. I think the climax of the movie would be him walking into the school alone. Um, <laughs> and that would go in an entirely different direction. And that would be how Paul Schrader's uh, High School Musical three would be. Troy would become a lone wolf, radicalized like. That was just the end of it. Like, that's Paul Schrader's uh, High School Musical 3. Yeah, people often talk about, like, what if David Lynch did Return of the Jedi or shit like that? But I want to see Paul Schrader do senior year, you know? Um, (laughs) Resident Taylor Swift stan Paul Schrader. um, Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, Paul Schrader. Yeah, I... Not doing a whole Paul. This is a high school musical 3 pod, and we're just going on about Paul Schrader. But um, I... On his Facebook page, when he talked about joker like people someone asked him like have you seen joker what did you think of it he said i just avoided that no win conversation (laughs) good for you paul okay king um yeah so i last night watched this movie um you texted me at 1am that you were crying yeah i started like around midnight ish um and i don't remember the first time i cried i cried quite a bit i was a little zooted not, I wasn't like blazed out of my mind or anything, but I was just a little suited. But and so maybe that got me a little more emotional than normal because I was like, you know, with the other two movies, I was kind of like a little on my phone, texting you, making memes, spouting bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. But no, with this last night, I was just like fully locked into High School Musical three, and I don't know if the weed just like made me like emotional or like I, but I was like crying for like most of this movie. And I mean, yeah, relatable. You're valid. It was just you because I feel the same way. Yeah. I up. I got chills. I uh there's so many moments that just Yeah. The um what's uh what's that me I can't remember the actress that does it, but she's like, I laughed, I cried, I felt it rejuvenated. Um never I have no idea what you're talking about. It's like this actress who's like I laughed. I cried. Okay, never mind. Um, she's. I said it after Hobbs and Shaw. I posted like a tweet about it, or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. This movie. Did you see it in theaters by any chance? Absolutely, I did. Uh, we had to buy our tickets at least a week in advance, um, and I saw it at my local theater that I feel like I've brought up before, but it's like very small and very dumpy, um, run by only teenagers. But it was like the most exciting movie-going experience of my life. Like, I don't think I've ever, like, seen anybody just go as feral, other than, like, seeing Justin Bieber never say never, like, early in a theater, like, an early screening of it. I don't think I've ever seen a movie theater go more feral. Like, even more than, like, Avengers uh, Endgame. That was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And shout-out to Kira's uh, edit of High School Musical 2 with the Endgame crowd. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. Um, also I figured out what I was talking about it's Gwyneth Paltrow when she's like I had many epiphanies do you remember that mm. okay no um, just wanted to clarify because <laughs> it was bothering water, sorry <laughs> no I just wanted to uh, clarify for anyone that was still confused to what I was saying but it finally makes sense I thought it was Amy Poehler but it was Gwyneth Paltrow anyways no, that's, a, uh, that's a big difference <laughs> uh, I don't know two white women uh, just going off but um yeah i don't know this movie 
I saw it. <laughs> Two white women just going off. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you should make a letterbox list. <laughs> <laughs> and then the tweet would go viral, and then you could promote Zillennial Canon under it and tell people stream Zillennial Canon for clear skin. <laughs> it is currently 11.30 at night. I took Adderall. I'm just fucking vibing to guys. You're going to be up all night. Yep. Um, I say this as though I didn't take my last sip of my two shots in the dark, which is two espressos and coffee on top of that at 11 o'clock as I sent Adam a picture, as I always do, of the last shot of the movie with my computer cap, like my computer clock, just like exactly the time that I said we were going to record. Just like the last shot of the movie. Like I always happen to line it up like that. But yeah, what I'm trying to say is I took my last sip of coffee like as that as the last shot of the movie came on, so um yeah, I think I sometimes I like try to watch it the night of, but last night I was just kind of I was very specifically in the mood to watch this. Um yeah. so I don't know, like this one I I can't remember if I saw it opening weekend or not. I think I saw like the second weekend it came out mm-hmm. because uh I, I don't remember what was going on, but like I remember being very excited for it. Um, my pretty much my entire family went, which was kind of a rarity. I don't. It's not like they were fans or anything. I think it was just, just one of those things where like every single person in my family went with me, mm-hmm. and I just remember being like really moved by it at a young age. Mm-hmm. And um, so wait, like a. Uh, on the first episode of the series, you said that the first one's still probably your favorite, right? Um, so I personally think that this one is like, okay, I feel like this is a controversial opinion. However, when I put it in terms of like Toy Story and Toy Story 3, mm-hmm. like you like Toy Story 3 better than Toy Story 1, right? Um, yes. Yeah, I know this about you. Um, so I think High School Musical 3 is as good if not better than the first one but i think they're tied for my favorite and i think the second one is like a close second like it's hard to rank them because there's only three of them but like yeah yeah i mean i and i know joey last week said that two is his favorite um this one i don't think there's like a disconnect between what i think is the best and my favorite at least in this series because this is like objectively the most well-made one. Like it's not even obviously because there's like, no budget in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not even like a fair compare. It's just the truth, right? Um, However, but... I have to say, mm-hmm. the songs in this are my favorite songs in the series. I think these are the best songs they've ever done. Yeah, because I think a lot of it was the pressure of being in theaters and like, okay, like we got away with it the first two times because it was just kids watching, but like now the parents are going to get dragged into it. Like, we got to fucking, we, we got to go all out with it. Like, if there's, like, there's literally nothing, because, like, even in the first and second movie, there's, like, a few filler songs here and there, you know? Even if they're um, not, like, it. Yeah. Like, the the one in the second movie, like, about where she, like, ties up Troy and sings to him, Sharpay. Oh, um, that's a deleted scene for a reason. Well, there's, like, other, like, ones that just aren't as good as, like, the iconic songs. But I genuinely think every single song in this one is a banger 
Like, I mean, there are a few reprises that didn't have to happen, in my opinion. Um, I and I, I, I always usually will skim through like Troy and Gabriella's songs just because why? they're like, at, like, okay, you're dancing on a rooftop. Congratulations! Like, no, I. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute and it's really sweet. I skim through. I see the shots I like. I say nice. I tear up a little and then I move on with my life. I think um, you're talking about Can I Have This Dance? Yeah. I think that's one of, like, the best scenes in the movie. Like, it's just... And I like... It's like oh, a it's callback. it's really sweet, yeah. It's like it's a great callback to the first movie. And mm-hmm. just... I love uh, when there's callbacks to the first movie in any series. I think there's... that's a... I love being emotionally manipulated by movies. Like, I don't care how good or bad it is. I love it when movies emotionally manipulate me. <laughs> Which um, is why uh, I teared up at the end like I literally cried at the last shot of Rise of Skywalker and then I walked out I was like that fucking sucks <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> mean, I still cried at the end buddy I cried at like the music and her like burying the lightsabers and then I'm like oh that's a good ending like cut the credits there and then the last 20 seconds happened <laughs> and oh, then I was like how I- do you Really I great cried job. at the last 20 seconds. I thought it was great. And then I left and I said, that was so dumb. It's just, I could even handle like Ghost, Leia, and uh, Luke. Like I could handle that. But just the Skywalker shit. Just like I, I, I hated myself. Um, but All right. Well, this is not a Rise of Skywalker discourse podcast because we get enough of that on a daily basis. This is a high school musical podcast. I don't know what you're talking about personally, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think this one's probably both my favorite and obviously the best one uh, thematically. But like, I just think everything about this movie is what like a like a third movie in a trilogy should be, and like it's greatly emotional in ways that it, like it's you can see the blueprint of them building up to it in other movies, but it doesn't feel. Like it's hitting all the notes of like, oh, we got to end it here. We got to wrap up this and that. It's just yeah. like it genuinely feels like like if the first movie was about like um, Troy and Gabriella coming out of their shells and kind of like finding out who they really are. And the mm-hmm. second one was like kind of about friendship and responsibilities and growing up a little bit more. The third one really is about like making choices about your future and how scary that is. And yeah, like even if Troy found that balance of like work and friendship and all that stuff in the second movie, it, you really feel the weight that I feel like it, it honestly feels very relatable, like in the sense of how stressed you feel in the last like few weeks to month of high school, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's why when I was watching this last night, I was just like, this is like Kenny Ortega's magnum opus. Like, it's just like fucking, flawless it's like it's a great movie um yeah. and i know we I mean, say that there are every... a few there are a few moments that i could have been like trim the fat a little like but uh, i don't little, know like way. interactions like uh a regular pete davidson over here jimmy rocket man um yeah i don't um, know i like thought him. there were some parts with him that i thought were funny like i don't know like the part at the end specifically sharpay is yeah, kind of amusing. Yeah. I mean that could have been like Zeke though, and then it could have built up their relationship more and they could have had a fun, funny moment on stage and laughed together. I guess, but it's more funny, I think, that it's just like this obnoxious kid, because that's more irritating to her. 
Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I thought it was funny. And there's there's a really good sense of humor to this movie to, like, mix out all the, like, weight of the drama. Because it is more sad than I remember it being. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of legitimately... Because, like, I don't know about you, but, like, the scene where uh, he's, like, in her bedroom and she's like, um, I'm not good at goodbyes. And she's and he's like, uh, why are you saying goodbye? Like, yeah. do you remember seeing that in the trailer when you were, like, 10 and be like, no, like, you guys can't I was up. gonna say, I wanted to rewatch the trailer to, like, relive how excited I was for this movie to come out, and I just, like, forgot to. So I'm gonna have to do that after we, <laughs> after we record. I don't even have to rewatch the trailer. I remember it so vividly. Like, it's just, like, because I, I was... I don't know about you, but like when I was a kid, if I was excited for a movie, I would literally like watch the trailer like a billion times before the movie came out, like on repeat. Um, And I don't remember shit. And you know this about me. Sorry that I don't have an endless memory. Pack it up, Bradley Cooper in Limitless 2012. 2011 but okay. that just goes to prove your point um yeah, yeah. literally you just proved my point bradley cooper and limitless 2011 and it's not even about because sh- like if i'm like pack doing it us, pack it up if i'm doing a assignment for school like <laughs> pray and empty no thoughts but when it comes to you could literally quiz me on bradley cooper's limitless right now and i would get a fucking a plus well why don't we save that for another day <laughs> uh is that a zillennial movie uh, I mean, I was forced to go see it when I was like, how long ago was that? Yeah, I was like 15, uh, 14. I don't know. So, yeah, I guess so. Okay, I'll put it on the list. Cool. Um, so I'll just say the f- opening like sequence of this movie with the basketball game, mm-hmm. uh, fucking flawless. Like, wait, yeah. a wait can like, I just? Okay, yeah, yeah, go for it. The function of the first shot of the movie is to make the audience just shit themselves with excitement. <laughs> yeah, I like mean, when Zac Efron just like whips his head up. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like you're just like I just heard the screams of like my fellow like nine year olds, ten year olds, whatever. Uh, when he just whipped his head up as we sat in like a very smelly, musty theater. Yeah, I I think I remember seeing this at like a rundown theater here. Mm-hmm. in Orlando and I remember it was like packed with kids obviously but like as soon as like he whooped his head up I remember the entire audience like cheering mm-hmm. like literally like the in-game crowd like everyone just applauded it like every time a character came on screen it was like a Marvel movie my audience would like clap um, this is our Avengers Endgame literally this is the Zillennials Avengers Endgame yeah um and I, I have a bone to pick at the end of this though there's one Actually, no, I'll bring it up now before I forget, because I don't want to tease it, then forget. Um, at the end, when they're bowing out, why the fuck was Kelsey not there? Um, I thought the same thing, um, especially since the entire movie series is them very lovingly. And I condone this, uh, like, obviously, because she's like my favorite person, um, is them being like, at the end being like Kelsey you're the most important one like you brought us all together like you make this beautiful artwork for us however I think it was solely for the purpose of um just recreating the poster which like obviously like gives me chills and makes me cry but I agree that Kelsey should have been included in the ending crying faces close-ups and jump and freeze frame because like she has 
as much screen time as like Ryan or um, Chad in this movie, you know? Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. Like it just, cause like she's very prominent in this one, especially like, it's just like, yeah. and I'm just like, and I really, I thought I had the memory of her being there. Maybe it's like a Berenstein bears thing. The whole mm-hmm. theory. Where yeah, I literally, have like they, they let her yeah. sing so much in this movie. Like, I literally, like, when I'm just, like, alone in my room watching High School Musical, I just am, like, hooting and hollering and just smashing all of my <laughs> belongings, like, alone in my room whenever Kelsey gets to sing. Like, whenever they just give her the opportunity to sing. Yeah, I mean, I, I love her character a lot. And I, I do like her role in this, despite her them, like, snubbing her at the end. But I, um, I don't know, like, she's just a great character like continuously in this franchise and but i mean i guess to go back to like the opening sequence um like it's just like the most riveting way to like build up a movie like you know they're uh i can't remember what the score is specifically but they're down like they're a few points away but it's the last game of the season they're feeling defeated and they go back to the locker room and then uh after the dad gives like a speech troy gives like the real speech okay troy's dad has emo hair in this oh yeah i like it's um I, I don't like the trend of people like having to like why do people have to change their hairs in every movie? Like Um, I mean, I guess that that's high school, but he's also a middle aged man, so I don't know. That's like, what I'm he saying. Literally has he dyed his hair black, like it was brown before. It's the same shit when it's like Black Widow changed her, her hair in every Avengers movie and I'm like, yeah. okay, pack it up. Like we don't <laughs> pack have to it do up this. Kira in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Trey's dad. Also, I wrote that he looks like PewDiePie. <laughs> um, Sorry wait, Troy's dad? Man. Yeah, he looks like PewDiePie. Is PewDiePie that um, uh, problematic YouTuber? Oh my god, you don't know who PewDiePie is? Bless I know, you. I wish I was you. I know the name. I don't. I'm not very up to date with like YouTubers and shit. All right, but, um... well, <laughs> God bless you, Adam. <laughs> what is this? 2008. Oh, wait, we are talking about 2008 movie. Um, okay, can I just say, speaking of 2008, um, so I was going to save this for the end or the beginning, but then I forgot to say it in the beginning, so I was going to save it for the end. But speaking of 2008, like, so the epiphany that I had, like, during the, during our recording of the second one is um, the fact that these all took place in the span of three years. Not, like, took place, but, like, were released in the span of three years. And, yeah. like, don't you find it weird that, like, when we watched the third one, we were like, this is it. Like, this is the end of my childhood. It's, like, literally three years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the point. Um, like, it, it was such a big deal, and it was only three years of the series. Like, it's not like how, like, Harry Potter was, like, what, like, 11 years, 15 years? I don't know. I don't know why it was such a big deal. I think it's because we never... At least, you know, can correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I don't think I ever had a franchise end when I was a kid. Like, begin what? and end while you were following it. Yeah, like it never happened to me before because, like, at that point, Harry Potter was still going. Like, we were straight up in the middle of it, mm-hmm. and like, uh, I-, I guess the closest thing is probably Star Wars, maybe like the the prequel trilogy. Um, but like, that's it. But like, it's also every- like, I feel like we were like more like we were really young when the prequel trilogy came out like yeah we like went to go see them in theaters and stuff but i feel like this is like we were very aware of it and it was like our demographic and like 
there was just like so much like was, music and stuff for us to consume and it was like that thing where it's like it was something we claimed like yeah. we claimed it hardcore like it was generally like a cultural thing like i i feel like people forget how big this franchise was because like i don't know if you like target or walmart or like any like mega store but like you know like when you're shopping for like clothes or something and you would go down the aisles like back when this movie was coming out and there's like mm-hmm. so much husky musical merch like all over the store yeah like, in the I, had a, section, I had a red t-shirt that had like in gold letters just like high school musical like the title card thing yeah i thought it, i thought it was so cool yeah, I had a Wildcat uh, basketball when I was a kid. Like, I have a pic- I, there's a picture of me in my uh, middle school yearbook wearing a High School Musical t-shirt. If I could find it, I'll uh, post it on the Twitter. Um, I'll try to find my basketball, which I'm pretty sure I don't have, but I'll look anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's kind of really funny to me that, I mean, it's like what you mentioned about like it only being three years. But at the same time, like it is really impressive how much of a cultural impact it had in those three years. Like, Mm -hmm. and in fact, and I'm not even being facetious here. I genuinely don't know if any piece of media that lasted as short as this one did had as much of an impact on culture as this one did. And think about it. Did like any other franchise that lasted such a short amount of time last, um, 10 plus years in the zeitgeist of like references and like uh continuous media and nostalgia like is there anything else like this i really like i i you know my head is empty adam why are you asking me i don't know i'm just saying but i agree i definitely agree (laughs) i mean i'm pretty sure the answer is no like there's nothing else that was like started and finished in three years that is still being like talked about today like for example if they made like a reunion movie mm-hmm. I mean, they're not but if they ever no, did like a, no they won't but just like theoretically if they did like on disney plus or some shit do you know how big that would be like yeah no i know everyone our age would like just in unison shit ourselves well and, there's like, always like those um youtube videos that always get like 100 million views that like all the locals <laughs> fall for yeah and they'll like share them on facebook and it's like high school musical 4 trailer friends movies trailer and it's like people like edit together clips of like things that the actors have been in otherwise like when they're like adults and yeah. they just like edit them all together and it just like looks bad obviously and people are like oh my god they're making a friends movie like they're making a high school musical four and they have like millions and millions and millions of views so it's like honestly funny how like those get like more views than actual movie trailers sometimes yeah right um oh i'm just this is absolutely awful um so the kid who played uh or rocket man the kid you were just talking about you know who auditioned to play him and got denied the role p davidson no uh youtube's own fred oh good yeah yeah they said uh you have no rights and you cannot be rocket man well he moved right over to nickelodeon so and john cena was his dad so good for him i guess (laughs) honestly Um, not gonna lie that movie slapped i've never seen it it's pretty Uh, funny we should watch it (laughs) is it a zillennial movie i guess i mean Um, fred in general is like it's late yeah, it's late no, it, but I would if, say Fred as a character is millennial. 
Well, that, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, if Fred is Zillennial, then I guess by proxy we could do the movie. Because um, I could, I think we could do like a fucking two hour podcast of just the cultural impact of Fred. Um, mm. Annoying Orange, anyone? Um, anyways. No. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, so the, I keep trying to get past the opening of this movie, but I feel like we got a detour every time. <laughs> okay. um, Character development during the opening uh the opening scene uh miss pop and lock and jam and break is now the head cheerleader ryan is the mascot and it's a furry (laughs) um yeah um and i like that even like in the opening moments of this movie they like put the pressure on the audience of like emphasizing that like this is it like this is the finale like because even the dad like tells him like it's not just like 16 minutes like or 16 seconds in the game like it's like this it for your entire like basketball career in high school like the last time you play together as friends as teammates like the last time you do anything together like this is it and i like got emotional just from that i'm like fuck dude (laughs) like this is it's honestly like really powerful like like not all jokes aside it is and when he like when they all like start chanting wildcats and like go out there, mm-hmm. it, it's honestly like one of the most riveting uh, things ever. And now or never, fucking banger, like amazing mm-hmm. song, right? Yeah, I think also not to meme it because it is a very good scene, but <laughs> when Gabriella stands up in the audience, she goes true. <laughs> That was one of the earliest memes that I can remember of childhood. <laughs> just people I, people on the playground uh, just imitating that and just how jarring her voice sounds and how she just stands up in a crowd of people and you can do it, just know that I believe that's all I really need So come on, make me strong It's time to turn it up Game on Okay Wait, Vanessa Hudgens and Zach Efron Welcome to the show, guys <laughs> They're in the chat <laughs> Thanks, Adam <laughs> It's really cool that we got Bernie, Vanessa, Zach We got so many people <laughs> Thanks, <podcast>. Adam <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love to be on Zillennial Canon. <laughs> Do I sound like him? Sure. I... <laughs> Why not at this point? Can you do Miss Garbus? <laughs> the spring musical. Is your entire thing like making your voice a little deeper for men and just like really high pitched? No. Sorry that you can hear my chair creaking. My microphone is just really good now. You, oh. When you did um, Starburst, it sounded like a chipette from the school. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of the chipmunks is getting the best? <laughs> Troy Bolton, obviously. In his tree house. <laughs> also, I like... The implications um, of the tree house. I'll, I'll just say, like when they um go to the party... 
Mm-hmm. I like that Kelsey is just on DJ duty at all oh, times. It's amazing. It's so cool. Uh, she, she she's probably like a hyper pop, like hundred gex PC music <laughs> superstar. <laughs> in the high school musical universe. Um, yeah, yeah, she yeah. Not has... in real life. In real life, uh I texted Adam two seconds before I logged on. Okay, I'm slapping the follow button on Olesia Rulin's Instagram. And she's like the kind of person that's like Thank you for the to this brand for sending me this brown five hundred dollar sweater, <laughs> just a plain brown sweater that costs five hundred dollars. I think in the high school universe, like she has a bunch of like viral like TikTok songs, and like she, I don't know, she's just like a she's like a influencer pop artist. Like she has made it bigger than Sharpay. Yeah, in the future, I would I hope so. I'm glad not to jump ahead that she's the one that got the scholarship because Sharpay's Sharpay's already rich. She could literally pay tuition to any school. Yeah, Sharpay is not struggling. I didn't even think of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but so like after the whole party thing, they go to the treehouse, which super cheesy moment. Um. Yeah, I kind of uh, skimmed this one. Not gonna lie. I like the reprise of it better. I didn't skim through the reprise of it. I wasn't even really talking about the uh, song. Like, just the entire scene is like kind of cheesy. Like, it's just like um, you're you're the second girl I've had up here. Nudge. My mom mom was my first. Like, (laughs) (laughs) she's like Troy. (laughs) Gabriella. Like, I'm a virgin. Don't worry. Do you think he is? Yeah, he's had no like he has no game, honestly. Is Zach like. Efron? Wait, Troy like you're talking about Zach in particular? No, 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 no. But like Troy looks like Zach Efron. Yeah, but you have to understand that, that like, he sucks. Like he I think it's pretty evident that he's had no girlfriend before Gabriella. And I'm guessing Why, because he's willing to like not go to college to hang out with her. Exactly. Um, <laughs> see, this is what zero pussy does to a motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Adam. Trust me, I've been I'm there. Gonna, I'm gonna. I I'm did gonna this murder. shit. I know. <laughs> oh fuck. Um. <laughs> I don't even know where to go now. Um, oh fuck. Okay. I think I think Chad is, but I did a write a note. Yeah, I did write a note though that him and uh, him and Taylor are like an adorable and also hot couple. Like they have good banter. I like. Um, yeah, I love them, and I like that entire bit where she's like not going to accept the prom thing until he does it properly, which I think is yeah. like a cute bit. Yeah. yeah, true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think. Do you think there's anyone in this cast, like, or any of the characters that aren't virgins? Like, <laughs> man, I'm being serious. Like, they're all fucking losers. Like, <laughs> even like, the cool ones are losers. Literally, they all. I, they don't suck, but like, I don't want to hang out with them. Like, I think Kelsey. <laughs> Like, I don't travels to LA every weekend and is just like, like we said, a DJ. Like she like is literally she's like living a Hannah Montana life, but is like a 
Like, she's, like, a producer for Charlie XCX. Like... Right. <laughs> she, she's I, a cool girl. Yeah, I think the entire... I love okay. how we're just, like, projecting on Kelsey just because she's the best character in the whole series. If you want me to prove my theory about why I think Troy is a virgin... <laughs> it's the entire scene in the bedroom that I was talking about. And when, like, she only kisses him on the cheek, but he has to, like, sneak in a kiss on the lips. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when she, when he does successfully, she's like, ah, Troy, like, <laughs> you, you silly boy. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, if any, if he wasn't a virgin, like, that that would make no sense. But he has to, like, sneak in a lip kiss. My well, boy. This is, is just... Disney. This is rated G. There's also mm-hmm. um there's not to jump ahead, but when he visits her at college, which is a very romantic moment to bring prom to her, mm-hmm. there's a very juicy, borderline PG rated Zanessa kiss in there. And watching yeah. it, I was like, How is this rated G? My Christian eyes. <laughs> Yeah, it is pretty uh, sensual. Like, it's like... I don't know, dude. Like, it's it's straight up like... This is for the fans. It's the last one. Like, They're like, this is a theatrical release. Disney Channel found dead in a ditch. It's that meme where uh, it's like uh, the guy in the studio, like, yeah, this is fire. Drop it. It's Kenny Ortega in the studio. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this is Anissa material. Drop it. Yeah, the, the crowd of... 11 year olds are gonna go feral just drop it i mean it literally like changed the course of all of our lives honestly um so thank you mr ortega we appreciate it hey guys kira here uh we're just gonna take a quick break um for a word from a sponsor which cool thanks um so I think the next song is, I, I think you said the best song. Um, I want it all. Yes, this is the best song of the entire series and the best musical number of the entire series. The I, highest I would, production value of any musical number in the entire series. It's pretty fucking incredible. Um, I forgot how good it was last night. In fact, I forgot about the song until it came on. Um, yeah. But as oh, soon before as the song, okay. Can I just talk about? Sharpay's entrance into the school. I love how we are 36 minutes into this podcast and we are only about five minutes into this movie. Okay, so Sharpay's entrance into the school. Number one. Okay, I'm like resident Sharpay stan of the pod, even though there's only two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, number one. She has the best looks in this one. She has the best outfits. She has the best hair. I don't know what she... She has like bangs now. It looks awesome. Um, she does her makeup really cool. Um... Two, her character regresses again. She has a crush on Troy again. She's mean to everyone again. One thing also that's continuity error is the fact that people think that she's hot when she walks into the school and people are like passing out when they see her walking into the school when the implication was that everyone hated her and they would make fun of her when she walked through the school in the first two. Um, and she's like rude again. Um, I'm like looking at my microphone as though I... it's like you and I'm like yelling in your face. <laughs> and okay, another one too. Personal assistants and British people. British people who yeah, are right. personal assistants are Zillennial canon. That have an ulterior motive that you don't know about to the third act. Yes. 
or the end of the second act, usually. Long um, coffee orders, especially when they don't make sense, are Zillennial canon, and they yeah. never make any sense. And let me tell you, the 2000s, like, this in media is, like, literally the dumbest thing ever, because being a barista, like, people will order like this, and it's like, oh, so Sharpay really just wants a flat white with soy milk and stevia? Like... Yeah. Right. Oh, a, a low fat, no foam, uh, lot soy latte with uh one organic, like one sweetener. Make it organic. Like somebody will li- not to like, <laughs> not to like talk shit about a customer. They'll never listen to this. They're like a middle aged woman. They'll come in and be like, "Can I have a, <laughs> a latte with two pumps vanilla, two shots of espresso, uh, no foam," and it's like. So you just want a vanilla flat white. Like, (laughs) not to call people stupid, but, like, it's just, like, it's weird that, like, they, like, drag out coffee orders for, like, comedic effect and, like, try and make, like, a long coffee order. Maybe it's, like, because of Starbucks, like, cultural impact where, like, a lot of jokes in, like, the 2000s were, like, what's a frappuccino? Like, don't get me one of those frappuccinos. Like, get me, like, a... Get me, like, a black coffee. Like, I don't... What's a Frappuccino? Like, I don't need any of this. Like, I feel like that's, like... They were, like, using that for comedic effect. And now it's just, like... I don't know. Like, coffee is, like, so simple to order when you, like, have something that you like. Like, you don't... I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so dumb. Like, it's, like, they turned, like, a long coffee order into, like, a stereotype... Um, of, like, someone who's, like, mean and, like, rich and stuff like that, or, like, a way to put down, like, young women when it's literally just, like, a simple thing. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Sorry, I just had a long day at work making coffee, and this was just something, like, I, like, looked up exactly what her coffee order was, and I, like, reduced it to exactly what it was, and I was like, wow. (laughs) Sometimes... 2000s media just really hated young women <laughs> i i mean i i can't disagree i guess because i don't <laughs> I, I can't speak as a man obviously uh but sure i mean i i tend to believe you when that when it comes a to man that. or a barista <laughs> a man or a barista but i guess also the whole thing about like what's your coffee order adam uh carrot well i mean i don't know like usually like a caramel macchiato uh that's cool. Hot or cold? Uh, it's Florida. Usually cold. Except, oh, like, in yeah. the winter. That makes um, sense. Otherwise, I'm going to just be, like, fucking sweating. Like, I remember one day, um, at before I went to work, I had, like, a very early opening shift. And mm-hmm. the Starbucks barista got my order wrong. I, I said cold. Uh, they gave me hot in, like, June or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, fuck it. Like, whatever. Um, like, because I don't want to be like that guy's like, um, I ordered cold. Like, yeah, no, I would never do that. They could literally give me the opposite end of the menu and I will just walk away and still tip them. <laughs> yeah, same, exactly. Um, so I'd be I like, took they're it... having a hard morning. <laughs> exactly. Just, just walk out. And the thing is, that guy's like always super nice to me too. So I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to say shit. Um, so I just took it to work and I remember like the AC was broken at work and it's like mm-hmm. 90 degrees outside and I'm just like, fuck (laughs) like uh so yeah so i always get cold um sometimes even in the winter yeah i will drink hot coffee no matter what because i feel like i i enjoy iced coffee and like Mm -hmm. cold brew 
but I feel like coffee doesn't work unless it's hot. Like, I feel like not to be, like, an asshole after I just, like, ranted about, like, complicated <laughs> coffee orders. But I feel like just, like, the smell of hot coffee and, like, brewing some coffee, oh. I feel like it just, like, works better, you know, on the Dude. brain and on the psyche. Dude, this morning I got a fucking bacon, egg, and cheese from McDonald's. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, like, when you're... Oh, my at- God, I'm getting McDonald's tomorrow. Spicy chicken nuggets or coffee. I, I had it today fucking slaps really oh my god started. i can't wait um <laughs> friend of the pod johan he hyped me up for like two weeks about that yeah and i finally had them today really liked it um but this morning when i was getting breakfast i had mcdonald's twice today that's just where my mental health is at um okay. but valid. i got the bacon egg and cheese but like when they when she opened the window mm-hmm. at the, like the last window like i could smell the coffee like early in the morning and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I just want to, like, I want, like, a coffee, like, McDonald's coffee scented. Oh, my God. You know what I miss the most during the pandemic? Like, what? the smell of, like, a 7-Eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when you're, like, sitting in the car waiting and somebody comes out of a 7-Eleven and gets in the car and they smell good. Or, like, going into 7-Eleven and getting a buttered roll, and you don't know who the hell buttered it, but it's, like, the best thing you ever taste in your life. Buttered rolls from 7-Eleven are going to be the cure for COVID. Buttered rolls from 7-Eleven could cure anything. I've never had, like, any 7-Eleven food in my life. Okay, the buttered rolls, like, I'm not speaking for any of the other food. Like, other people can. I don't know. I would never. But 7-Eleven buttered rolls are, like, the backbone of society. Right. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Five minutes into the movie, 7-Eleven rolls. <laughs> Thank God someone someone out there is still listening to this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah and it's Courtney. Hi, Courtney. <laughs> hey, Courtney. Make sure you tweet about this. Um, <laughs> it would make my day if I like saw this in a few days. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Like, where were we even at in the movie? Like, um, I don't Sharpay know. walks into school. Right, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll oh, so right. what I wanted to say about, like, so the introduction of the musical in their homeroom class. Imagine writing a goddamn original musical about these bitches <laughs> in the span of, like, three months. <laughs> right. And another thing, too, not to jump ahead, is that they only cover events that had just happened in their senior year. Like, they don't cover, like, the span of the last, like, two years, which was, like, their big musical awakening and, like, how they all became friends and stuff. Isn't that more of a narrative than just them, like, being like, I don't know where to go to college. Like, shouldn't, like, that should be, like, the climax of it. Like, it should cover all three movies, should it not? Like, the musical? Sure. I, I get what you're saying. But, like, also what it was, like, what they did with it is still, like, incredibly effective. So I can't really complain. Yeah, I'm just being an asshole at this point. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I really have, like, nothing bad to say other than, like, the whole Kelsey thing. Like, I have nothing negative to say about this movie. No, Um, I know. I'm just reasoning with things. Wait, let me see. What does this have on a, uh, let's see, Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, well, those are all adults. Well, I know, but that's why I'm curious. Like, what did, like, obviously, like, adults that never grew up with this shit, like, rate it? 
Okay, well, I mean, that's not bad, I guess. Um, not bad for a High School Musical 3, right? Yeah, true. Not bad for a Disney Channel original movie, am I right? I want... I wanted that trend to continue, like, where they would, like, take other, like, Disney Channel sequels to, like, the theater. I know it was unrealistic, but, like, 10-year-old me was, like, wanting it so bad. Yeah. Well, potentially, we need to cover Hannah Montana the movie. Right. the best movies I have personally ever seen. Um, I think I've talked about this before, but I've never fully seen it. Like, oh, we gotta watch it. It's like extremely sad. Yeah, I mean, I've seen parts of it, um, and I know the hoedown throwdown and everything. Like, I, yeah, I know, I, know, I, know I, I think I know how it ends, even, but I just yeah. don't. Um, There's like an original Taylor Swift song that absolutely slaps in it. Um, a lot of the original music. That's where the climb came from. Like the cultural impact of Hannah Montana the movie. Yeah, isn't uh Kathy Bates in it or something? Yeah, she plays her grandma, I'm pretty sure. Oh, not, not Kathy Bates. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go along with what you said. The, but you're right, it's the grandma. I've, it's another famous actress. <laughs> yeah, Kathy Bates. Yeah, it is Kathy. I'm just going to yeah. make it canon. I don't now. think Dolly Parton's in it. And she's her godmother in real life and was on Hannah Montana. So I think that's personally, that's my main critique of Hannah Montana, the movie, is that Dolly Parton is in it. All right. Pack it up, Roger Ebert. We'll save it for next time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gene Sisko. <laughs> this this is like the most feral episode yet. Like <laughs> it's so good. Why are we so funny? <laughs> and then like just insert the cricket sound effect here. Like just, <laughs> just... <laughs> Insert Vanessa and Hudgens going, what are you guys laughing about? <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know those... Um... Okay, wait. Okay, what? 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 <laughs> I was going to go forth with the movie, so what were you going to say before? I was going to say, on? do you remember like those old like YouTube things where they would like take a scene where someone's like screaming, but then like extend it like an extra 20 seconds? Yeah, Gabrielle like, yelling Troy for 10 hours. Yeah, I, I want that. I don't think I've ever seen it before, but just like... That'd someone. be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, that's my brain 24-7. Yeah. So I personally think it's funny when they're like at the first like musical practice or whatever and Miss Darbus like makes them like step forward and be like, What are you gonna do with your life? <laughs> and then Troy steps forward and doesn't know what to say because he's literally a child and like why would he know what his future is gonna look like? And then like he can't think of anything. So like rather than like trying to save the situation, Gabriella just steps forward and is like, I think we should stage the perfect prom. And it's like that wasn't what she was asking. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I always, that just always sticks out in my brain. Yeah, I I think it's honestly, I mean, it goes back to your critique about, like, I guess the musical itself. But, like, it's it's really funny, like, how much, like, Troy, more than any other character, goes to the ringer of, like, like make a choice, bitch. Like do it. Like, like yeah. it's either like. But it's also girl- like some. Sometimes it's valid because it's like he's supposed to be going off to college in like a few months. 
Yeah, like, no, literally it, doesn't make it. Which I think uh, another trope, like not necessarily not necessarily zillennial, but just like a trope of like teen movies and high school movies is like not knowing where you're going to college until like the week before college starts. Which is gave me a huge, uh, just unrealistic expectation. Actually, maybe that kind of makes sense because isn't decision day May first? Yeah. I mean, that's like yeah. national decision day or whatever. I don't know. I get, but like in this movie, it happens super late, right? Listen, I found out where I was going to college by like January because I was rejected from everywhere. So like, right? <laughs> My ass in Orlando, where there's only like three colleges, and I'm not moving out of state. Like, hmm, is it the UCF <laughs> or the Rollins College for today? For today. <laughs> Fuck. God, yep. I fucking hate Florida. Um, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh yeah. Uh, so after this is my favorite musical number and objectively the best musical number of all of high school musical. I want it all. Notice how Sharpay's musical numbers are usually the best musical numbers in the film simply because she wants it the most and she <laughs> is a performer at heart and this yeah. is what she wants to do with her life so she might as well want it i love this musical number for a variety of reasons but i absolutely love how they brought other cast members in mm-hmm. to like be extensions of like what sharpay imagines them being in the future which is fucking hilarious like mm-hmm. um like troy just being like a fanboy for her and like wanting to take a selfie with her, and yeah. like and Gabriella being her maid and Kelsey being the taxi driver. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Paul Schrader is a taxi driver starring Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Chad is like a cop, a cab, um, yeah. just yeah. a parking ticket. Um, but it's funny because he has like a New York accent. It's like, hey, Chopin, what's up, Vince? What's up? Like. <laughs> it's just so funny like and honestly like it's every... funny like movies concept of like new york city <laughs> i think it's just like it's funny like um what sharpay's concept of like new york is and like yeah just a i guess lifestyle yeah i need to watch sharpay's fabulous adventure honestly we're not gonna cover it but i just really want to watch it now i'll watch whenever you do watch it text me and i'll like watch it like okay you. it'll be our first patreon episode <laughs> just send us like two dollars one time and we'll just send you the mp3 audio of the of the episode yeah you know um or just we'll buy one nicely, we'll, we'll buy it. one mcchicken each <laughs> um yeah we can't afford but, to have a scott burger we'll yeah no did you try that yet uh no i was thinking about it today but then i, I think i'm too embarrassed to order it well, I just use the mobile app, whatever uh, okay. order, so I can. Just... Is he in the mobile? Um, yeah, there's a like as soon as you open it, like there's a big like animation. It's like the Travis Scott Burger is here. Dang, it's it's pretty sicko mode, honestly. Um, <laughs> Literally, I was gonna buy one of the t-shirts just because it looked awesome, and then I was like, I would be such a poser simply because one, I didn't eat the burger, and two, all I know is sicko mode. Um, and the I, I video gotta, of him falling off the stage in auto tune. Oh my god! I I love Travis Scott. Unironically, I think he's very talented, but also as a meme, he's oh yeah, hilarious. he's he's really he's cool. And also Fortnite. 
and his uh his song in Tenet really fucking good. But yeah, also um yeah, I would poor, know. Yeah, uh, poor New Yorker is always a. Problem. I will never see Tenet. Um, I think it's honestly funny that New Yorkers get every movie first run. Always. It's New York and L.A. Literally, we don't get Tenet, which I don't care. Whatever. I just. I, I mean, I I do. I'm not saying I don't care regarding the fact that like we can't leave our houses, but I personally think that New York and LA getting movies first is, which I understand it. However, it's like kind of funny that we don't get it for once, you know? Yeah, I honestly, and I hate the pandemic and everything, but at the same time, it makes me laugh a little bit. Um, just seeing like people like saying, I want to see it. I'm like, how does it feel? Like, yeah, I, I don't even, I don't, I don't want to see it. You knew this uh, already though. All our listeners by my general vibe know I, that I could not care less about Tenet. I think if you saw it, mm-hmm. the only thing you would say from it is like, head empty, no thoughts. You would just yeah, be like, probably. um, I don't even think uh, you would dislike it. You would just like be like, okay, cool. I'm not going to jump ahead this far, but I have a note about Tenet, actually. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm very curious now. It's too far ahead. Uh, no, let's just keep going. Okay. okay. So I love um, just one more thing about I Want It All. I think the sets in this are so cool. Like the movement in them, like it really does feel like a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. Um, like the spinning stage and stuff, which they kind of bring back for the um, prom number, which is also one of the best songs in the series. Um, and I think it's really cool that they do that rather than like dancing around just like a space because it really contributes to the fact that like this is an actual musical that they're putting on, like the dreamlike elements of it and like them like breaking out into song and dance are literally like part of the musical that they're putting on. Yeah, um, so everything I... is staged. Like it isn't just like spontaneous song and dance, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like the entire way it's just like choreographed and like the set design production value of it all is just like genuinely great and i I think you gotta applaud kenny ortega who most directors i think would have taken it just in terms of like cinematography or like maybe song value like but like he truly makes the most of each set piece and like utilizes the budget um, mm-hmm. in this movie which i have to applaud also and just... it's cool because the high budget like sets like they still feel a little bit low budget because it's like technically like the students made them you know exactly like and the house like... is in the prom number and like um like some of the things in the um in i want it all also yeah uh the only thing i have to say about this song even though it's great um is i really just like the part where like it goes black for a second and then she's like ah, ah, I want it ah, ah, I want yeah. it like just fucking iconic dude like it's literally the magnum opus of uh just music in general honestly yeah I couldn't think of the word <laughs> just music just, it's music just, yeah. <laughs> just music um I don't know. Like, is there anything to really talk about with the next one? Like, can I have the stance? Like, it's... Um, it... I wrote... It's, like, it's not even just, like, necessarily a zillennial trope, but it's such a weird thing in high school music... Uh, high school movies being like, oh, I don't know how to dance. I'm nervous for prom. It's like, nobody fucking dances at prom. Like, I took Wait, my shoes off the first two seconds. Like, what are you talking about? I think it's deeply funny how they're like, I can't dance. I'm like, 
dude, you were just in two musicals where you like <laughs> danced your ass off. Like, what the fuck? Are you and talking then, about? like, it's it's always like the dude being like, I don't know how to dance, and then like the girlfriend being like, I used to dance on my dad's feet when I was a baby. It's like in every single movie. <laughs> For some reason. At Troy, it's like, okay, pack it up, happy feet. Time to go home. <laughs> I'm going to straight up throw my microphone. Just It's it's perfect sphere. I played softball. I'm going to pick it up and just put it in my hand and just whip it out the window. <laughs> pack it up, mumble. <laughs> Okay, pack it up extra in uh, I Don't Dance and High School Musical 2. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, outfielder in I Don't Dance. This entire pod is just us making, okay, pack it up memes. That's my favorite meme, and I, I try to tweet them, and I think I'm really funny, and nobody ever pays attention to them. Wow, truly oppressed. I'm gonna I'm going to start tweeting them more and just see who cares about me <laughs> deep down. damn is this like the test of our friendship like, yeah just... okay yeah i think other than uh zach being a regular mumble um this entire <laughs> sequence is... um talk about a mumble moment um yeah i don't know i think this entire scene's really sweet um i know you said you skimmed it but i just like like i said earlier i love the call back to the first movie but also like it just like looks very nice like i think mm-hmm. it's a perfect romantic kind of number and it's not like the overly sad one that comes later or like the big climactic one like there has to be like a just a purely romantic song in the movie you know and that's what i love about this one and like i love how it ends and he's like is that a yes and she's like in every language and with every word yes or whatever Mm -hmm. like it's just yeah that's cute cute. it's really cute yeah um the weird thing about Gabriella is like she carries herself as if she's like a Christian, like conservative yeah, girl. Yeah. But like she's like a science god and like so fucking intelligent to where I don't feel like she would ever identify with conservatism. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like she's like a weird mishmash of different personalities, which I get just the Disney personality. No, I think she's just like an overall like goody two shoes. Like he, <laughs> right. Um, I'm sorry. Wait, can I just say based on Gabriella's personality, which I, I'm not, I don't know. She's just like a trope of like a high school movie. Like, I mean, and it's not a bad thing that they're all just tropes of high school movies because yeah. in the first one, it's literally about them like breaking all these tropes and becoming friends. Like, they're still their own tropes, but they all hang out and they love each other. Um, but <laughs> speaking of her personality, like, did you read her, like, college bio thing, like, that she, like, wrote about herself for the Stanford Honors Program? Uh, um, no. At the end of it, it just says, likes animals, period. <laughs> <laughs> what no joke it like it said something like has been to four high schools likes animals period like that's the last sentence it's just likes animals not a complete sentence and the thing is she's um, like so smart like she could say anything that it's just i like animals. yeah likes animals she has no pets has never um interacted with an animal throughout this whole series likes animals okay she likes wild cats that's her favorite animal apparently um <laughs> oh i get it i guess i don't know um, um yeah but 
there's <laughs> I also wrote Chad and Troy just straight up bullying children. <laughs> like there's no reason for them to like be mean to these kids. Um like the the guys, the rocket man and like the freshman, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I mean They're to him like, it's valid. Them. To the rocket man. I, I think it's okay to bully kids like him. Just like annoying white kids, like like specifically better. He literally made him run through the school naked. I don't know. But like uh the little like I don't know what the little kid did though. Like he didn't do shit. Like <laughs> um like he's just he's just vi- like he's just like, Hey, can I have my locker? And they're like, Fuck you. Like <laughs> Go chase your Yeah, clone. literally. And um, they're, like, so little. Like, I don't get it. I don't know. I, I think it's just because I... I think I'm projecting my feelings for the actor to Rocket Man to where I say he deserves it. But, yeah, the little kid um, is just... Like, he, like he, is he in any other scene before that in the movie? Um, I think he just... That's his uh, first scene, right? No, yeah, that's his first scene, I think. Oh, yeah, like, his first scene is just being antagonized. Yeah, he's innocent, like, he didn't yeah. do anything. He's so tiny, too, like... Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, ty- I don't know, it's not really, I don't know, it's not offensive, but it's not funny, either. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's weird. Uh, so, I think A Night to Remember... Is the best song in the whole series? Not the whole series, but... Oh, wait, I, I just want to bring up, um, before... Uh, before the song immediately uh-huh. like slaps in like just cuts to that song like amazing uh-huh. um, Chad is scared to ask his own girlfriend to prom um, well, <laughs> they've I don't been together it's... for like a year and a half to two years well it's not even I mean at least I think of it this way it's not him afraid to ask her to prom it's like because she's like denying him because like you're not doing it creatively or whatever uh. and he and she's like you just assume that I'm going to say yes like true yeah and yeah, it's I mean, like, they have a great relationship. I wish it focused on them more. Yeah, I mean, I I really like it, and I do enjoy that bit at the cafeteria where it's like he has to yeah. be like a little bit louder, like do it in front of the entire cafeteria. Like that's a big trope. Is yeah, thing. in this um, scene, um, one line that really sticks out to me is when the scene is like starting, and yeah. somebody yells, "Yo, yo, yo! It's lunch time!" <laughs> as exposition. When, like, everyone's walking into the cafeteria and we would know that it's lunchtime because they're all sitting down to go eat their lunches. <laughs> um, but that's all I had to say. Also, promposals. Um, thoughts? <laughs> what? I feel like general? that's more Gen Z. Like, that's, um, like, Zillennial to Gen Z is promposals. Uh, for me, did I... No, I guess I was kind of like a Chad when in high school because I just assumed to be and my girlfriend were going, and we did. Like, so it wasn't like even mm-hmm. a thing. Like, I didn't ask. Oh, I know. I like I asked. I'm like, you want to go to prom with me? But like, it wasn't like a whole thing. Yeah. But I know it was like very like there was always like those extra like cool kids mm-hmm. in high school that were like they would do it like in the middle of like yeah during the middle of lunch and like in the middle of the cafeteria. Yeah, and then everyone would applaud and cry, and I'd yeah. just be like fucking vibing with my chicken tenders. It was always um, like the theater kids that did the best ones because they would like truly like act like it was like they were like fucking getting married. Like it was amazing, yeah. and they would like serenade each other and like have the whole like chorus join in and stuff. I saw a TikTok of two theater kids, like one like asking another one to prom, 
And um, they literally, like, he reenacted the scene in Mamma Mia, which, of course, I cry immediately. Like, I'm down immediately. Um, When they're in the church or whatever, and Pierce Brosnan is like, well, we might as well have a wedding. We have a church. And then it's like, Donna, please show it. You love me. And you know it. And then all the Greek old people are like, say I do, I do. And then they they did that with, like, the theater kid and uh, the chorus, like, the whole chorus room. And I was like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. God, I wish that was me. (laughs) Um, I don't think I ever saw one that's, like, that elaborate. Like, yeah, I usually saw videos of it on Facebook later. Yeah, I've never... Because I wasn't in chorus. I was just like, I wanted to be a theater kid, and I wasn't. I was a theater kid. They all kind of sucked. Um, and... No, that's... I mean, it's just me projecting my own feelings. Oh, I'm sure. Kid, but it was, like, but... a general, like, sense of community that I was missing, just because I wasn't good at singing. <laughs> yeah, no, true. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm still friends with a lot of my uh, theater kid people but i I, like i think the thing is like theater kids will be the first one to tell you that they it's like they're embarrassed to be them except like the weird ones that are like it's like the same thing with like disney girls it's like they're very proud of it it's just weird um i'm the most embarrassed person in the world to be a disney Disney gal i mean but it's not the same with you because i'm talking about like disney like stan twitter like yeah like people that like cry i mean i cry at disney no, it's like, it's the entire thing like, where it's like their entire, like, every. No, Instagram. I know exactly what you mean. I'm just clowning. Everyone knows yeah. what the Disney, the Disney yeah. adults, you know. I would know. I only matched with them on Tinder. Um, <laughs> here, I can attest to this. I told you her every. Pull out, like, a deep reference. Like, be like, oh, so what's your favorite Sunny Eclipse song? <laughs> Do you remember? I can't answer it. Swipe left. <laughs> Swipe Do you left remember... is the X out one, right? Yes yeah um yeah i don't know I, I that was a weird time in my life when i just like had non-stop like disney like every person i met was just a disney person i mean and you're I'm, in orlando yeah but like that's only like two percent of orlando like mm-hmm. that works at a theme park yeah but people will move there just to go to theme parks which is like insane as if i uh have not looked at apartments kind of close to anaheim and been and been like oh it's only a half hour drive from la <laughs> <laughs> um so wait oh yeah a night to remember i was trying to remember where yeah we were. the best um, song <laughs> it's it's really fucking good um i i'm gonna save my favorite one for later but this one is just a banger and i i really like just the entire production of this one like um like the guys like in the suits and like i i like i it's a cliche about like guys not knowing how to try on suits and the girls like being uh i don't know very i don't know flustered with their dresses and like st- i don't know like it it's very like cliche but the way it's done is like very cute you know it's very like energetic like it the, is. the choreography of it is like super energetic and good. Also, I'm so glad Kelsey was in this musical number too. Like, yes. And also uh, she went with Ryan and Zeke went with Sharpay, and that's the best thing of all time. And also Jason and Zeke are probably two of my favorite characters in this series. And like yeah. Yeah. 
I agree. I mean, I, I wish we had more Zeke, but it's, yeah. it's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really love this one. It's really fun. Um, I think it's kind of creative that you never actually see the real prom. You just see through the lens of like a high school production. Mm-hmm. Like, because um, I remember in the trailers, you were under the impression that you would see the actual prom or that like some of the movie would take place at prom. Like that, I don't know if you remember this, but like there was like speculation. Like on, did you ever like read into stuff before movies came out at this age? Like, uh, no, I didn't really go on the internet at this age. If I did, it was like Yahoo Music videos or like just watching um, Cheetah Girls music videos online or playing the um, Disney Disney uh, Channel like online games. Yeah, there would be like scoopers or like people that like had insider knowledge about Husky Musical 3 and they would be like exclusive report a majority of the movie will take place at prom and there was like title leaks or whatever it's like Husky Musical 3 prom night like Husky Musical 3 uh like graduation um mm-hmm. like just a bunch of YouTube channels but it's just clearly teenagers making shit up um yeah. but like my my dumbass like when I was 10 years old, I didn't know that. Like, I fully bought it. You know? No, yeah. I mean, I do that too. Yeah. Um, like, now. Like, I'll just, like, <laughs> read things and be like, yeah, you're right. Let me try. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I, I really like um, just how artsy this one is. Like, it's just very, like, the colorful and, like, cute and energetic. And um, the song's just, like, always in my head. And, like, genuinely, the, like, dance choreography is, like, super impressive mm-hmm um yeah i just love it it's really sweet and cute yeah i agree yeah yeah um, um yeah so i wrote a note also i don't remember the context of this but they spent so long establishing rocket man and tiara gold for no reason like i feel like when i was younger i was like oh they're definitely setting up for like a sequel with them but like but they like tie it up i feel like there was like rumors of like a tv show before this tv show um for like so long um or like a fourth one like with like tiara gold and uh tiara gold's the assistant yeah which stupid name that's horrible very british very british name i'm Uh, tiara gold (laughs) (laughs) it's the meme on twitter it's like uh british people be like what a ball like what a ball (laughs) Sharpay, I'm Tiara Gold. I moved your chemistry books next to your math books. British people be like, it's bollocks, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, they establish these characters that are not interesting in any way, shape, or form solely for them to be... I mean, Rocketman is not an antagonist. I think, personally... They established Tiara as an antagonist to try and make kids, like, get it, that there's, like, a villain of the movie being like, oh, like, no, Sharpay, like, she has to win. Um, but the real antagonist is adulthood. Yeah, I mean, the entire thing like, the passage rock- of time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pack it up, Charlie Kaufman. Um... <laughs> Listen. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know Rocket Man is just straight up a dumbass, which is why I kind of find him funny. Um, uh, Tiara Gold, I I just enjoyed her banter with Sharpay. I thought it was funny. So no, I, like, yeah, definitely. Uh, I so think a- just like them being established as characters and like trying to give them like things to do mm-hmm. was like dumb. 
do you think that they were setting up for one, but like they just weren't? No one cared about them in this movie. I think nobody cared. Um, I was under the impression that these were the people that won the High School Musical like reality show, which I didn't watch. But then over the credits, there was a music video by the guy who won the show. So I'm a little confused by that. Wait. So wait. What was the reality show? I don't think I know. It was like get in the get your head in the game something <laughs> high school musical reality show i don't know there was one for glee also there was one for legally bond the musical like people love to see people audition for things um hold on let me look this up because i've never even heard of this oh get, get in the, the picture pic- yeah 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 what when this was like the same year as number three yeah huh okay yeah never heard of it um yeah, the guy that won, I thought that Tiara Gold and Rocket Man were the winners of that TV show, but the winner had like his own music video over the credits, so I'm a little confused as to what the function of that reality show was supposed to serve. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm looking at it now. It just seems I'm I'm kind of unclear on all of it. Like there's no like real footage from it. Um, yeah. I mean, so. if anyone wants to let us know and give us a call or send us an email that'd be great um if tiara gold and rocket man are listening like get on the pod <laughs> i like how we're just calling them by their character names yeah TR. i don't know who they are <laughs> um we got pete davidson and uh emma roberts in uh wild child over here i mean sharpay ended her entire career so she didn't work again after that yeah um mean? yeah so i mean kelsey and ryan is girls and gays solidarity. Right. I, I couldn't really place it as if they were trying to insinuate that they were like, like that Ryan's like not actually gay or something. I feel or, like they kind of had to frame it that way just so it could be a G rated Disney movie because Kenny Ortega literally said on set, they would canonically say that he was gay. Um, but I feel like they had to frame it. Um, that they were a couple because in uh, children and teen and preteen films, every um, relationship has to be heterosexual and everyone has to be in a relationship by the end of the movie. Um, but I personally saw it as like Ryan's kind of forgotten about and a little, and uh, Kelsey's usually forgotten about, so they. And he does the dancing, she does the music writing, and they just they they in solidarity. They're they're buddies, you know. I like I like that interpretation because like I I was really like trying to look at it through that lens when I was watching the movie because I'm like mm-hmm. I, I really don't want them to like I forgot about that scene where he like yeah it's like they don't like kiss he just like brings them to prom and they're like buddies and um I like their like kind of singing back and forth which okay not to jump ahead the titular musical. Like, the opening of it, when she's singing with just the piano, um, chills. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, do you have anything to say about uh, the song After the Prom, uh, Just Want to Be With You? Like, uh, I liked the reprise better. Uh, but I did write, like, the reprise went, like, at the end, in the in the actual musical. Like, not, not in rehearsal. Oh, right, right, um, yeah. But... We got Troy out here in the auditorium, like that dude winning the Oscar for Life is Beautiful, just <laughs> climbing all over that shit. <laughs> uh, 
And also, it's like, kind of like, watching this, it's like, Sharpay has a point, because it must suck so bad for, like, being at the school, and, like, having two characters be, like, the main characters of the school. And they're literally, like, writing a musical about two real people that are in a relationship. Like, that must be so fucking frustrating. Could you imagine that if everyone just, like, ignored everyone else and these two people are, like, gods at your school? Like, jeez. Sharpay has a point. I mean, I... Yeah. I mean, sure. I don't know, like, she's... Like, they're literally, they're literally putting on a musical that includes scenes of, like... Troy, like, bringing her pizza to her house and, like, standing on her balcony. Like, that's so weird. Do you not find that weird? Yeah, yeah no, it is. And, like, um, I'm it's sorry, also, like... I don't want to be nitpicky. Like, if I sound like a cinema sin- cinema sins bitch, like, pack it up, cinema sins. 128 but, like, uh, issues with High School Musical 3 that you may have missed. Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm not here for that. I'm here for the fact that she says as I'm she trying... does it. And trying to reclaim Sharpay as a character and pointing out the flaws in which Sharpay is being framed as a villain. I, all I know is I'm going to fucking cry when we have to eat the rich. I have to eat Sharpay. Like... <laughs> she appreciates To quote Tony Hawk, I appreciate the hesitation. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe some rich people do have rights. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, it's also like and when uh, Rocket Man, I know it's more of a comedic moment, obviously, but like at the beginning where he's like, yeah, I was in your bedroom. I took a picture so I could like look at how to like set up my room. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just weird. <laughs> like, it's like he's like a hero, Troy Bolton. But yeah. He's, just, he's like a fucking teenager. Like, like, where are the people in this movie that just like sit in the back and be like, what the hell? Like me and my friends in high school. Like that um, wear like cool shoes and like go into the city and like buy clothes and then go home. Damn. They just, they're not the, uh, they're just not cool enough to be part of it, I guess. I don't know. Guess so. Um, I would just be, like, out of focus in every shot, just, like, staring at these people. It's like in Euphoria when, like, <laughs> literally when, uh, no, 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 well, yeah, her too, but, uh, when Jules and, uh, Rue are, like, I think it's, like, the second or third episode when they're like watching a pep rally happen or something and they're just like sitting on a cafeteria table just like staring at it all happen i'm like wow this is real teen representation (laughs) of just not engaging in anything that is going on hell that's just me right now just (laughs) not saying shit ever (laughs) not in head empty yeah exactly not even head empty my head my head's full but like i just don't say shit the next note I have about the next musical number. Mm-hmm. The boy was it the boys are back. Yeah, okay. the boys are back. As somebody yells as they pull into a garbage dump. Remember the boys in are Toy, back. Toy Story two and three used the fucking song. The toys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. Okay. Has there ever been a better phrase than the boys are back? Or the boys are back in town. No. Never. No, it's it's great, great, uh, just great phrase, great song. Uh, the song is fucking iconic. Um, you know, every once in a while, Kenny Ortega will just sprinkle something in for the boys, you know, in the yeah, last for the one. Boys. I, I, I'll argue that I Can Dance was the boy song in the last one. Uh, the first one was Get Your Head in the Game. 
Yeah. But the boys are back and now or never in this one. Like mm-hmm. he, he just threw it in for the bros, you know. The song and, really establishes the fact that Troy and Chad used to hang out in a garbage dump as children. <laughs> I also like that the um they just know everyone in town. Like they know everybody. They even know the fucking guy who owns like the dump. He's and, like a pro wrestler. In oh in, like in real life? No, I don't know. He just looks like one. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I like how he just like says like you know where the keys are. Can you lock up? Like, yeah. how do they know where the keys are? Because like, they are you hang, they about? hung out at a garbage dump apparently as children. So like, at, like he just let kids into the garbage dump and yeah. like showed them, like, like so it's telling me like at a younger age he had these kids lock up late at night, like no concern for their well being. Mm-hmm. It reminded I, me of the scene in. Uh, did you ever play Life is Strange? No. Oh, you're, like, looking for clues um, from a missing girl that's, like, presumed to be dead, and you're literally just looking around a garbage dump. Oh, I love that for, uh, for, that. for, for, for Troy and Chad. For Troy and Chad. I, I think it's cute in this movie, or in the scene, where they uh, it, it turns them into kids again. Yeah. Just yeah, cute. I think it's cute. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's like, like... It's like if Stomp meets, like, Brave Little Toaster... Uh, that's very specific, but I like it. It's very David Ehrlich of me. Um, I just, (laughs) I was thinking about this last night. I couldn't remember if I was, like, mishearing it or what. But, like, one of the lyrics in this is, just like a showdown, Will Smith and Bobby De Niro. Yes. Like, I, I don't know why I thought it was, he wasn't actually saying De Niro, but I'm glad that, uh. They name dropped Bob De Niro. Yeah. Do you think for legal reasons they had to say Bob? No, that's what people call him, actually. Really? I know this, yes. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah, uh, I, it, at places, uh, he was referred to as Bob, so that people didn't hear people saying his name. And then Zac Efron got to work with Bob a few years later. <gasps> Foreshadowing. Yep, to maybe the best achievement of Zac Efron's career. Um, uh no second best the beach bomb is the best right yeah the five um, minutes in the beach bomb true i just cannot get over the fact that both zanessa worked with harmony corinne yeah that's I, insane to me so do you think harmony corinne has seen high school musical right absolutely like he, all three of them yeah why else would he be like i need to work with both vanessa and hudgens and zach efron <laughs> Um, yeah, like you I, don't just pull both those names out of your ass without like seeing them interacting, like their chemistry on screen. Imagine if he like brings them back together. Like I could imagine Harmony Corinne being like pulling like a Parent Trap situation, being like, "I loved working with Vanessa and Hutchins," and like be like, "Okay, Vanessa, I need you to play the lead," and then like be like, "Oh, Zach, you were supposed to be here tomorrow," and then they like both like meet up on set and they're like what the hell harmony corinne like you said that it was gonna be a different day and oh (laughs) (laughs) harmony corinne's just trying to like make high school musical four i think he would if for some reason kenny ortega could not return it would be great if now uh, i'm not saying i'm not saying that he would make a good high school musical movie but we've seen that he's good at directing vanessa and hudgens as well as zach efron so but what i'm saying is he should do it (laughs) 
All we right, need a Paul yeah. Schrader and uh, Harmony Corinne collab ASAP. Yeah, um, all about Kelsey, a spinoff. Kelsey's Fabulous Adventure. <laughs> she just goes feral. <laughs> just make a thematic universe of like solo movies and then tie them all up with like a oh my God. fourth high school. Sounds like, sounds familiar. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I guess the next one's like right here, right now. Which, mm-hmm. okay. Do you say like every emotional song? Um, no, I mean, I like like what's going on in them, like, because it's usually like when things are happening and there's like character development. So, like, I like them for that reason. Um, however, like, I just think like it's, I like the like more like showy ones better, I think. I don't know. Like, I like them all. Like, I don't want them to all be flashy. Like, because, like, you need, like, smaller, more emotional ones. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, I sing them all. Right. But... Yeah. I I don't know. Like, I just really like stuff like this. And it really fits, like, the emo, like, kind of, like, will they, won't they kind of thing mm-hmm. in this movie. And I think this one in particular is just very sad. And... It does a good job at, like, making you buy the possibility of them breaking mm-hmm. up. Like, because Gabriella's probably moving away again or something. And... Wait, are you talking about just walk away? Just walk away and don't look back. That one? Like, after Gabriella tells him? Uh, well, it's like, they're back, kind of back to back, so I guess, like, both, right? Oh, okay. Because it's right here, right now, and then walk away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like both of them are kind of like in that sense of like, I don't know. Cause like even as a kid, I mean, I know like you don't have like a lot of critical thought when you're fucking 10 years old, but <laughs> I was just kind of like, damn, they might break up. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but even like watching this, like it's a 22 year old, I'm like going through the context of like, I think Kenny Ortega set it up as best as he possibly could to have like suspense a little bit of like they might move on like and even like um uh it's courtney right uh chad's girlfriend taylor taylor i don't know why i said courtney um taylor (laughs) uh, on the brain hi courtney (laughs) yeah i'm just thinking about our friend courtney um first performed right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah so uh i already forgot her name chelsea um taylor taylor my bad i'm dude oh i'm fucking br- dude it's fucking 12 50 i'm brain dead um literally took an animal <laughs> um yeah i don't know like she tells gabriella like there's okay. gonna be other what? she has a point she does she that's does. what i'm saying like yeah. she has a point and like and it's true like she shouldn't sabotage her like future for a high school relationship, however meaningful it may be. And I do like the fact that this movie doesn't, I mean, not to skip ahead, but it, it gives us the satisfaction of them staying together, but without compromising either of their futures mm-hmm. in a way that I think is pretty satisfactory. Yeah. Um, but I also, when I was younger, not to jump ahead also, I didn't know how college works. I was just like, okay, I don't know what that means, but sure, good. Everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's something like this movie gave me a very unrealistic expectation of like what college would be like. Yeah. Like, cause I remember 
my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Like my uh, senior year. My estimate, yeah. Uh, like there was no drama between me and my girlfriend or anything or my friends. Like I was like, oh yeah, I guess I'll see you when I see you. Like everyone was like mm-hmm. fine. Like mm-hmm. like yeah, it's sad on the last day, but like no one gave a shit. Yeah. Like I um, feel like everyone just kind of uh in my like district or like immediate area they stay at like state schools just because like school is so expensive so it's like everyone is either in the same general area like upstate like within a few hour drive of each other and yeah like yes that's like an eight hour drive from like where i am now Uh but it's like if everyone and their friend group like goes upstate it's like everyone's upstate together at different campuses um and then like i knew from like 10th grade being like yeah I'm just gonna be anywhere in the city that I can be um so like that wasn't even like an issue with anything and yeah like one of my friends ended up going upstate another one ended up staying home um and I was in the city so it was like an hour and a half two hours and like yeah I don't even know where I'm going with this but what I mean is like yeah it's not that dramatic I feel like uh yeah i don't know i i think it's probably the same here i mean there's always people that wouldn't get the fuck out of florida trust me i tried i want to um but it's the same thing you're talking about like it's just fucking expensive to leave state mm-hmm. um and I, it's I, also what... like even even if um like people go out of state it's usually like within the tri-state area like, yeah, I, I think nobody the, goes super far. I feel like I guess because it's also like so much unless their like parents like, are like really rich or something. Yeah, it's yeah. just like so much because I was like looking at schools in like LA, um, just because and like I would have never like I didn't even end up applying, but in my head like the whole time, not even like being like oh like college, I was literally like how would I move all my stuff <laughs> from one coast to the other coast, and what happens if something happens and I need to go home, which now in the middle of like i was thinking ahead mid pre-pandemic like god (laughs) i like how you're justifying your anxiety over the pandemic (laughs) you're like damn i was really on to (laughs) something i was thinking ahead in 2014 the last week of december in 2014 the morning that i went to disneyland uh stopped at ucla on the way yeah she was a fucking (laughs) galaxy brain back in the day yeah, um, in my uh, tan cardigan jeans, tan combat boots, and white button-down shirt. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I always wanted to move out of for college. Like, I mean, you know this. I told you like a billion times. Like, I want to leave Florida. I hate Florida. But like, and it's true. Florida can suck sometimes. But yeah. Also, I am glad that like I kind of have like my home here right now because like i mean obviously because of the pandemic but just like in general like i don't i can't tell you how many times like i'm going from like work or school or something and like something Mm -hmm. breaks down or i need help like Mm -hmm. if i fucking moved to new york or anything i would be fucked like yeah i can't help you i don't know how to do anything yeah exactly like i would have kira (laughs) but like she'd just be like damn bro that's crazy like i don't know (laughs) damn that's crazy alright take it easy I'll talk to you later though like my house is on fire I just like text you like a meme (laughs) 
<laughs> You'll like, send whoa. me a, a request to play 8-ball over iMessage. <laughs> <laughs> Something I do have to say about college, though, is, like, smart people in movies are always, like, Stanford. Like, is that even a real school? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I think that sometimes, like, I feel like, like, smart bitches in movies are always like, I want to go to Stanford. I'm going to go to Yale. And then it's like, obviously, like, I want to go to NYU. Like, pack it up, Ladybird. Like, you can't even afford to apply there. Me. <laughs> All right, pack it up, Zuckerberg. <laughs> All right, pack it up, Ladybird. You can't afford to apply to NYU. <laughs> I don't, like, I think, um, actually, no, I'll talk about that later when they're doing the graduation because it's more fitting there. But, um, okay. No, I, I was going to talk about, like, where one person goes that I feel like mm-hmm. isn't realistic. I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, but, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the next song that... Because I like how they have the song together right here, right now. But then mm-hmm. Gabriella has her own song, and then Troy has his own song. Oh, uh, Troy has his song, yeah. Okay, this is my favorite. Um, the way Joe last week talked about... Um, uh, what's that one again? Bet on it, exactly. Uh, iconic, but this one, okay, buddy, this fucking song, dude, <laughs> slaps. It is incredible. The way the fucking hallway, like, turns. Like, yeah, literally. Christopher Nolan saw this fucking movie. Inception and Euphoria just found dead in a ditch. Absolutely. Like, it's just, like, it's genuinely incredible like I'm, I'm not even like making the bit or anything like what mm-hmm. kenny ortega did here incredible like in the way well, like this was he, the like, first clings... time that i'd seen anything like this i feel like the way he like clings onto the wall and like slowly like loses his balance and like falls to the other floor mm-hmm. like he's so dramatic with it but it's so cool the way like it just slowly rotates it's just I don't know, like, and even, like, when he's, like, slowly walking, and it's, just, like, slowly tilting left and right, and he's, like, losing his balance a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, the entire way it's set up. And, like, his singing, like, the lyrics, everything. Like, yeah. It all, like, I have all, to say, all, it was, yeah. like, a little bit dark when he, like, goes into the school at night with a hood on, and I feel like when I was younger, like, I was already, like, unsettled by this image. Yeah. And I was like, something bad is going to happen. But he really is just, like, singing. <laughs> you know? Maybe we're just, like, scarred as, like, young Americans um, about, like, a lone man going into a movie, into a um, school with a hood up. But um, that's some uh, pack it up 13 reasons why. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I remember being... <laughs> But, like, I loved that shit when I was a kid, though. Like, I hate I lo- the- <laughs> What? I'm sorry. I know it's, like, really insensitive, but the memes about 13 Reasons Why are so fucking funny. Like, <laughs> I know this is, like, four years old, but, like, um, about, like, um, like, Hannah Baker having a fat ass. <laughs> it's, like, uh, what was that one TikTok I sent you? It was, like, um, it was, like, this... I don't know, but it's just like Hannah Baker when uh, one of the kids told her she had a fatty. Oh yeah, it's like no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> That's and, the funniest TikTok audio and, of all time, and that girl is always on my timeline. It's like one girl and her whole 
TikTok account is just that audio of her going no and people are like do you just use the same video every time she was like no I re-record it literally for every single video but it'll be like um like yeah like Hannah Baker when the school says that she has like a fat like a fat ass no or like um Leonardo DiCaprio when somebody tells him to date somebody older than 25 like no <laughs> it's so funny it's so funny okay sorry no more 13 reasons why memes well I'll say two things like one I think it's okay to make fun of 13 reasons why because it's because not like <laughs> it's not making fun of like obviously suicide or anything it's just making no fun of, like, it's just the way that it's like framed and well it's, it's framed by like fucking 30 something year olds trying to tackle like they're dramatizing it which is mm-hmm. already gross so it's fine to make fun of it yeah. and um if anyone like cares about insight on that not to plug my own pod or anything even though i'm about to but like um aggressively okay we did an episode on euphoria and mm-hmm. we had our friend uh me and joe's friend hallie uh on mm-hmm. the pod and she did a really good job of like explaining like why 13 reasons why it does not work and every teenager hates it and everyone loves euphoria mm-hmm. um and i think that's kind of if you anyone wants to listen to that i think it's a good uh, episode but also the second thing is the book for 13 reasons why is actually good because yeah, I, I loved that book as a teenager which oh. i probably should not have been reading that as a teenager yeah, I think I read it like in eighth grade or something, which I really should not have. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, actually sixth grade, because it was like 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember it being a good book because unlike the TV show, which I watched the first season for uh, and just saw the memes for the rest. Um, <laughs> uh, I think like it was good because it wasn't like overly dramatized. Like it was mainly just about Clay, the kid. Yeah, it was mostly just like sad. <laughs> it was really sad, like, yeah. and the I felt like even the first season, which was mostly true to the book, but it just added like a lot of drama and like teen shit in there, mm-hmm. um, just overly dramatized it and like made it like it's like a, it's a soap opera. Like, it made like a binge worthy show, which I feel yeah. like was the complete opposite of what the book was trying to do. Um, I watched like the first and second. I can't remember if I watched the third. I think they just came out with a fourth one though. And like I try and watch the entire season when it comes out, but I'm also just like, is it worth it? Well, you've seen more than one season of it? Yeah, because a teacher of mine directed uh, uh, episodes of the second season and she made it clear that she hated it. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to see. And yeah. I saw, I remember I watched the first season. Like entirely because I was just curious about how they would adapt the book. Second season, I watched like two episodes in depth. I was like, okay, this is not. Yeah. Good. Not that the first season was that good either, but like, I just stopped. And then. Well, it's like um, when the main character dies in the first one. The whole point of the first season is her dying. Like when you bring in your main character and as a ghost season two, you know you fucked up. Like, <laughs> yeah, like she's like still pressed. Like the fact that like the, that, like, the, the first <laughs> she's so pressed about the fat house at the end. Oh my god. <laughs> the first season is literally about her ghost lingering around and him like getting rid of her. <laughs> like literally like I think the scene that broke me in season two, I think it's in the first episode actually, was like where that one girl's like trying to like feel him up under the table, and then like he's just like, oh, I, I can't do it, Hannah Baker, like I can't, like, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't my have favorite, sex. My personal favorite scene in Thirteen Reasons Why 
is, which is kind of scary, honestly, but so Hannah Baker in a flashback and or ghost situation, I don't know. She's like, yeah, she's like telling her mom about how she hears people outside, which like, yeah, valid. So there's like a creepy guy that's like taking pictures of her, which is like one of the sources of like the fat ass situation. Um, But she tells her mom and her mom is just like, it's just raccoons. Like, literally, it's just raccoons outside your window. And she's just, like, going on about, like, like Hannah's literally like, Mom, I see a man outside my window. And she's like, Hannah, it's just the raccoons outside. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> um. So I'm, like, also, like, I am paying attention to what you're saying, but uh, mm-hmm. friend of the pod, Zach... Uh, mm-hmm. who was on the pod a few weeks ago, he's, like, in a group chat right now. He's, like, yelling at me because I posted that thing on Twitter about, uh, did you see the video of Joe Biden playing Desposito at a conference? Yeah. Um, I He's, like, he's like, so who do you prefer, Biden or Trump? And I'm, like, just schooling him at the same time we're playing this pod. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sorry about I that. I prefer um, Darbus, who is the voice of reason and the eyes of God. Um. I think personally, Miss Darbus will abolish the two-party system. Like she would, she would tell the government, she would tell Washington to uh, stick, not stick to the status quo. You know. Yeah, exactly. Damn, maybe she had rights. Miss Darbus is the best person we have in Earth. (laughs) Um. Yeah. uh, So wait, scream. I don't know. Can I have the stand? That's the one where like he goes to the college, right? Yeah, according to movies, college is just like riding bikes and like walking around, like holding holding books to your chest. Yeah, I. <laughs> Which I don't know about you. I've literally never carried a book to college ever. Um, I mean, I have like a fifty pound backpack that begs to differ. <laughs> I just have it all online. Like I take my fucking oh. Chromebook. Like, well, yeah, all fucking ebooks here, buddy. Like wow. I need to, like, I, I can't absorb information unless I, like, handwrite it. So, right. that's why I have, like, pages of notes written for every single movie. I have literally the worst handwriting of all time. I remember last uh, August, September, uh, I sent my girlfriend Mia a hoodie. And when oh. I, like, signed the package, and she never saw my handwriting before, so when she got my hoodie in the mail... She's, she just texted me before she even commented on the hoodie. She said, you have the worst fucking handwriting I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I personally think I have the best handwriting. Um, and I've been admiring it this whole time as we've been talking. I think that's one of the first things I noticed, like, when you sent me the fucking bagel. In the, uh... <laughs> I have great handwriting. That's the one you thing do. that I'm proud of for myself. I still have the card that you gave me with that bagel uh, shipment um, yeah. in my room. And I like to think the handwriting is still the same. So if it is, I, uh, uh, maybe. Who knows? I'll send in case you're later. if if you're new to the podcast, um, hi, I'm from <laughs> New York. Adam's from Florida. Uh, I wanted him to try a New York bagel, so I mailed him a bagel. Um, he ate it, <laughs> and I ate it on camera. Uh, I deleted all footage of that. Um, Damn, that sucks. They cr- deleted my Tumblr, which I feel like is erasing Zelenal history, but. I feel like you uh, tweeted it. I tw- or maybe you DM'd it to me on Facebook. I'll look. I'll look later. The bagel thing? Be, yeah, that would be a fun uh that would be a fun find. I 
just send it to me. Don't upload it without my consent. No, I don't I want anyone I to. Won't, I won't. Don't that's worry. just the only thing uh, I upload. The only thing I upload without your consent is screenshots of fucked up texts. That's that's fine. Just nothing yeah. from sixteen year old Adam that I'm gonna like. Yeah, yeah, it would be a Hannah Baker fat ass situation. I was about to say I don't want to go fucking full Hannah Baker on it. It's a Hannah Baker fat ass situation. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so they uh, dance. I think it's really romantic, personally, that he yeah. brings uh, prom to her. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah, also it's... like, imagine just like seeing that. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel it... like that the aura of like college campuses is just like people like sitting around being like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, exactly. Like, um, it's kind of funny because like anytime like a high school movie goes to visit a college. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the context of this movie, like, if a movie mm-hmm. takes place at high school, but the character goes to a college, like, it's always like, wow, it's so nice and different here. Like... No, literally. <laughs> and it's like... I mean, like, I vastly do prefer college over high school, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But the campus is not less crowded. <laughs> ever. Yeah. I don't think. Um, I mean, mine is, like, mine is right now because of COVID. Well, but... <laughs> not... I, there are like three yeah. people on campus at any given time, which is great, but still. Yeah, so. I'm I'm not on campus at the moment, but um, that's good. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, but I'm talking about like before COVID, like last semester, like oh my god, like UCF was fucking popping, like every yeah, day. it's chaos, yeah, absolute yeah. chaos. Um, but yeah, I, I, this scene's really good. Um, I think it's really sweet and just. I don't know, like for an entire movie where the entire question is like, will they, won't they, won't they? I think this was like a good cap to like their romance and like that they are meant to be together and it's not just mm-hmm. like a thing. But also like the thing that was so sincere about their relationship in this movie is like they love each other so much, not to the point of where they're asking each other to like give up their dreams for each other. Cause I feel like that's not love, but like mm-hmm. the thing in this movie and I think it's great that it tells the kids this that are going to be going to high school in the coming years are that like, it's the people that would make compromises for you, like not give up their dreams, but like work with you through yours. And that's just a beautiful message. I think like, it's just, yeah. I, I genuinely think Troy and Gabriella were like the blueprint for like a healthy relationship. Like they really are. Yeah. Like, I think um, also something that I really admire, I know I like made a meme before about like the big juicy PG rated kiss. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that this happens as early in the movie as it does. And it isn't like the ending of the movie because yes, the first one was like about their romance, but the series in general was not about their romance. It was about their friendship and like how it affected their friend group and all the people in the school and things like that. And I think if it ended solely on like Troy and Gabriella, I think that would have been a major flop in terms of the narrative. I like that they like wrapped up their relationship here in a big old bow and that's, we know what their future is going to do. And, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like it ended focusing more on, like, the collective futures of the high school students rather than, like, the relationship of Troy and Gabriella. Yes, I agree. I have nothing to add to that, but <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I honestly think the entire third act from pretty much the uh, Stanford thing, uh, the song, mm-hmm. like, the entire thing, like, from that point forward, I was, like, crying. Last night. Yeah, 
Uh, I mean, did they get any tears out of you tonight or no? Uh, yes. I teared up at um, multiple points. I think just the moment that uh, the overture of the musical thing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think (laughs) um, I don't know. So like the uh, everything like uh, the entire like last uh, what's it called? Like the last musical that they do. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I love it, especially the whole Sharpay and uh, uh, Tiara Gold thing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when uh, Sharpay, like, comes down on the uh, whatever, like, the thing from the roof, um, one of the most iconic moments in all of High School Musical. And, like, mm-hmm. it's so extra, but, like, the way she's, like, uh, they announced the, like, that Sharpay's going to be working at East High and, like, making Tiara Gold's life, like, a living hell. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and the... it's cool that she's also, like, proud of it, because I feel like in the real world, it's like, oh, you're just staying at your high school. But she's, like, so excited to be doing that. And also, like, fucking up Tiara's life. I don't know. <laughs> um, and I wonder if they retcon that in Sharpay's Fantabulous Adventure. Like, if they even mention it. Who knows? I, don't know. I mean, we'd watch. have to ask Joe for that. We can uh, question him on it next week. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love that entire like little bit, and also like when Troy and Gabrielle come back. Obviously, it's uh, and that goes to like the entire thing we were talking about earlier, like about how like they're viewed as like heroes. Like everyone goes fucking like there literally is the end game crowd, like the auditorium, <laughs> like everyone, like even the fucking parents are like cheering. Like, ha- does everyone just know about them? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're legends, they're icons, how can we go wrong? Like, just teens, and they fucking go feral for them. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But, I, I think the there's a big trope in high school movies, like, when it comes to, like, because at, at the end when Troy chooses, like, I choose basketball, but I also choose theater. Like, that's a big zillennial trope, is, like, I choose both. Like, yeah, I mean, that's, like, big bisexual energy. Like, I've chosen basketball, but I've also chosen theater, and everyone's like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that was funny to me. I'm just gonna drop that and stop paying attention, just so you, you can carry the pod from the Um Yeah, I love that um, entire... In that entire thing. Um, like, it's just, it's very cheesy. But um, when he, I forgot, like, the exact miles that he says it is. But he's, like, it's, like, 30 point something miles from Gabriella. And I'm just, like, holy fuck, dude. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, sobbing. Because it's, like, it's, they're going to their schools that they want, that they can follow mm-hmm. their dreams at. But it's not going to be easy, but they, it is drivable, like, to get to each other. Or they can meet halfway. Like, it is, it seems realistic, you know? And, I, I mean, I don't know about those specific colleges and if they actually do offer, like, those dual programs that they're saying they do in the movie. I don't know. But Yeah, that's what I meant by, like, I didn't know how college worked as a child. And I still yeah. kind of don't know how it works, even though I'm, like, seven years into college. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I mean, me, it works emotionally. <laughs> it works very emotionally, and honestly, the cut to the graduation is like, 
I, I don't know. I, I really love it. Like, it's just so... Uh, like, even Miss Darby's gets her little moment. Like, everyone mm-hmm. gets a little moment there. Like, uh, I forgot the girl who, like, pops and lops and breaks. Like Pops uh, and locks and jams and breaks. I forget yeah. her name. Uh, Queen, and she's... Uh, she's in, she even gets a moment at the end. Zeke gets a moment at the end. Like, and Troy's speech is, like, legitimately, like, moving. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, the last, like, little bit of, like, once a wildcat, always a wildcat. I think that might have been one of the first times I ever cried in a movie <laughs> in my life in theaters, because I was just like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought that was, like, the height of cinema, like, at that he point. He literally just, like, quotes the first movie and, uh, I don't know, dude. He eats hot chip and lies, but it's so good because it's like it's emotionally manipulative, and we love but, it. But like, it really is the end, though. Like, no, that... I know. I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. What do you think of like the reprise of like we're almost together in high and like? I think uh... Uh, one, it's so sad, and two, it's like these bitches probably through their entire high school career have had to hurt hear this song over and over again and i really just want to know what it's like (laughs) like this song like defines this graduating class and it really is just something that is so interesting to me um yeah i don't know like i i love that entire like like last little moment of this movie like it's just it's just really satisfactory to see them like all after a whole movie of them like having questions and like whether or not they'll be able to be friends or be relationships with each, with each, uh, each other and like just like go on together like just seeing them all content with where they're going in the future whether or not they it turns out as ideal they hope yeah, i think it's really cool to like see them all happy yeah. and i don't know like it's just i don't know it just it was really one of the defining points of my childhood to see it close up and um i guess we could talk about like the like final bow out now right like, yeah, I mean, if we want to fucking cry. Just fucking, like, oh my god. I mean, aside from I Kelsey. I mean, it was all leading up to this, like, the jump on the poster, you know? Yeah, it's just, oh. I mean, I, I remember sitting in the theater for this when I was, like, 10, and just being like, okay. Like, <laughs> like I think I genuinely know. Well, it's over. <laughs> like, I, I don't think I understood, like, how to function after that movie. When I first saw it, because I'm like, literally, like, because, like, you got to remember, it's not just, like, movies. Like, we genuinely, like, looked forward to those for three years straight. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, a hype thing. So, like, after the third one ended, I'm like, so what do I look forward to now? Like, yeah. Uh, little no, did I, I know, yeah. little did I know, Twilight would be in the save me in a month. Uh, <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, the final bow out, like, the way it just, like, cuts to each of them and, like, gives them, like, a moment just on their faces. Yeah, just a moment to cry. It's genuinely, like, really sweet and, like, just sad, but, like, mostly beautiful. Like, I don't know. Uh, no, I agree with you. I am, like, I'm getting a little bit emotional just talking about it. I like, just remembering it. Like, yeah, I, I like to think that, like, that um, was, like, the only take that they did of them, like, close up. Like, I'm sure it took so many takes to get the jump right, because how the fuck... <laughs> Is it, like, but, identical to the, uh... Yes, it's exactly the poster. That's pretty dope. Um, yeah, I've never... I don't think I've ever compared them, like, side by side, but I, I really like that, uh, continuity. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
I, I genuinely think, I guess, like, overall, this is probably the best ending to the trilogy we could have gotten. Like, I can't think of anything they could have done better. Like, I mean, like, a few nitpicks here and there, sure. But, like, like for what it was, like, it was genuinely, like, an incredible, like, achievement. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I love this, and I think it's easily the best of the three. Like, it, it still holds up tremendously. And I guess that's, like, the entire point of the pod is to, like, reflect on if these movies hold up that we talk about. Um, I'll say, like, I some people have different opinions on if these movies hold up or not. I genuinely think they do. Like, they really do. They are deeply funny, um, charismatic, and have great songs, and just genuinely good stories, with, like, good lessons for kids. Yeah. So, also, there's, uh, like, not really anything, like, I don't really like to, like, reflect back and be like is this, like, problematic or whatever? But, right. like, there really isn't anything that would be, like, aged poorly in this. No, I mean, someone can make, like, the argument that maybe, um, you know, uh, Ryan... I mean, like, there, there's definitely arguments to be made of, like, yeah, they should have focused on, like, Ryan's sexuality more, or they should have focused on, like, um, like, Chad should have had a more developed storyline, and which I agree with. But, that's but also like, in terms of, like... It's not on the, the fact that like he's a great character and should have been established more also, because I don't know they also didn't really establish any other characters but Troy and Gabriella that much which is like frustrating. It's not on the shoulders but, of Kenny Ortega though is the thing like it's all I think yeah, it's all Disney like because he he made a point to say like yeah we talked about it and Disney like didn't want Ryan to be canonically gay but like he is when we were directing the movie so right. Um, yeah, I don't know, like, uh, wait, yeah, I don't know, I, wait, sorry, I'm reading the Wikipedia page, and it was, like, a sequel, uh, like, a sequel to this movie, mm. and it said they announced a sequel, like, it was intended to be the movie, but then they formed it into the new series, Yeah. but originally it was gonna be a straight-up sequel, like, a fourth movie. With the same um, cast? I don't know, it just says... Uh, Disney in 2016 announced a new movie. Yeah, uh, like, I feel like I remember that. Um, but they never, they didn't give any like cast announcements or anything. Like, I yeah. think it was just like, hey, we're doing another one. Um, Honestly, Zanessa breaking up probably like <laughs> fucked up a lot of things. I feel like next week when we do the uh, concert. Uh, yeah, we're oh, going to talk. Was it? Oh, wait, I just remember that was supposed to be a secret, but whatever. Um, <laughs> well, you heard it here first. <laughs> If you made episode. it this far, you deserve it. <laughs> yeah, literally. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, but um, maybe next week you can like tell me more about that because like I I know like little bits of it, but I'm sure you yeah. know way more than I do. About yeah, it. it includes like a solo music career, like stuff like that. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I I the know best like a music video of all time. Uh, what is it? I'll send you a link. Okay. Maybe I'll remember it. Um, yeah, I mean that's kind of it for me. I don't, I don't know if you have any final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. Perfect movie series. Uh, each movie should be ninety minutes as opposed to two hours. Um, that's one criticism that I have. That's probably the only criticism I have of the High School Musical series. Although I think this one justifies it the most. Mm, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, not really because uh, I finished it at. 10 59 11 p.m so i mean 
That's on that's on my stomach though. (laughs) 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 Okay. And on that note. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Pack it up, Mark Marin. Time to go home. (laughs) Lock the gates, Mark Marin. It's time to go home. (laughs) Okay. Well, bye guys. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. We got stuff to plug, buddy. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler, Letterbox at Absidorius, and you can also follow my other podcast, uh, the Aggressively Okay podcast. Um, yeah, this week we are doing... Uh, you know what? I forget, honestly. Oh, yeah, I, I saw a few TIFF movies. They're mm. virtually this year, so... Um, I'm going to be reviewing some of those um, and Joe's going to be fucking sitting in the corner silent because he didn't see shit. That's um, cool. Yeah, I mean, this is revenge for the Sundance episode where I didn't say shit, so it's mm-hmm. fine. Um, and also in a few weeks, if any of the listen- listeners want to like tune into this one, uh, me and Joe have made plans. Oh, it's officially happening. We are going to be doing a live commentary for the war with Grandpa while we watch it together. That's really awesome. We're going to do it. Um, can I be a can I call in like halfway through and be like hey guys what's up <laughs> I'm gonna try to find a way to make that happen like don't even watch any of the movie just like it'll be like unfriended just be like who's that in the call and just be like hey guys what's going on <laughs> we're gonna have to like try it's to find Kira a way and just like talk over the audio of the movie <laughs> I mean, it's I don't Kira think we're... back at it again like and subscribe <laughs> We should be able to make that happen because I don't think we're going to be giving a deep analysis. All right. Well, don't tell Joe. Have it be a surprise because there's no way he's listening to this right now. Oh, no. Joe doesn't listen to shit. Um, No, he doesn't. um, But yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me. So. Yeah. You can find me asleep. Am I right, ladies? (laughs) (laughs) It's 1.25 (laughs) a.m. Yo, pack it up, Sandman from Santa Claus 3. It's (laughs) done. You can find me at Garlic Emoji on Twitter. That's Garlic Emoji on Twitter. Don't have much else to plug at the moment, but I'll let you know when I do. Uh, Mike Myers Movie Club. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, if you want to join Mike Myers Movie Club, you probably already know about it. Just send me a DM on Twitter. Yeah, we'll set um, that up. All right. Cool. Well. Yeah. It's uh, it's been fun. We got one more episode left, but this is the ending of the trilogy, so mm-hmm. it's been fun. Thanks for tuning in. If you listen to all three of them, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.